Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Oh, feels a lot more. Hello, Ralph. Hello, back. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, and thanks to you, you the listener. Just one. Who has bought a stubby holder or a t-shirt. I've actually just paused Patreon. I just I realised it was just too much work for me. Welcome, 2020. We've made it to year two, Dane. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> well, sort of. we can really go as long as we want. We've had some ups and downs. Well, well Scotty has, not me. <laughs> Who? Well, is yeah. that the new year? We're allowed to yeah. say his name. <laughs> well, yeah, I just no. slipped. We've been off for a while. <laughs> and welcome yeah. back. Samantha Thank Richards. you. I'm barely alive, but I'm here. I'm actually really happy to be here. Because, well, actually, I will introduce our, our, our guest straight yes. off the top. Natasha Exelby. Do we call you Tash? I think you do, yes. Okay. I feel good about Tash. Yeah. Okay. okay. Mm. So uh, you've been a star covering the bushfires for Channel 10. Oh, and uh, we'll get to all the serious stuff later. But uh, mm-hmm. thanks so much for coming in. Mm. It was my pleasure. Yeah. Well, it is my pleasure. Thanks for joining just, us. Yeah. I need a little more weight on my side, you know. Yeah. Just wait okay. to the end of the podcast yeah. before you're saying it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you haven't listened, so... Well, I'm buoyed by your enthusiasm, Dan. Yeah, well, it's about as enthusiastic as I get. <laughs> well, our last one, we had one of your colleagues in, Candace White. Oh, yes. Days. Lovely and, woman. And uh, that's, uh, I got your contact, and very nice of you to come in. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. you've, you've been a sort of, you've, you've had a great career all over the world, and here you are here. So thanks for lowering me. <laughs> <laughs> Port Melbourne. <laughs> With us. Now, what are you doing? Because Tash... Samantha and me, we're, we've all worked through through Christmas yes. and New Year's. Well, Dane, 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 sorry, well, Dane works from home, so it never <laughs> really stops, does it, Dane? Mate, even God has a day off. <laughs> Sundays. Sundays. Um, what, what did I do? Um, I went to Bunnings for the first time. I was a 35-year-old male. <laughs> Joint's pretty big, eh? Yeah, big. It's an intimidating place. Did you get a snag? Well, I, I, t- I was forced to go there. Um I actually went twice in three days, <laughs> funnily enough. So I've had my Bunnings thing for the for the year. Um, what were you looking for? Well, I got well. I had a I had a party at my place New Year's Eve. Okay. So I was looking for for party stuff to be honest. <laughs> uh, and Bunnings. Yeah. No, no. I, more mowers and we needed. Well, I, I fucked fine. I just go. I just wheeled the trolley. Oh I just wheeled the trolley. That's we're all back. I did. Um, I got. No, we had to get an umbra like a. Because on my roof now, when I when we built the place, there was no apartments around, so the yeah. rooftop 
now everyone can see in, like, because all the apartments have gone up. Yep. So had to, we got, like, a umbrella kind of thing to stop people peeping in. And then we got a couch for upstairs. Is that, upsta- couch is that so you can sun your butthole? Yes, and we're perineum sunning. Yeah, absolutely. What the hell have I walked into? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two minutes in and we're yeah. sunning butthole. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, Pretty much. I found my people. <laughs> what else? And we got a couch where the so I've got a couple of TVs upstairs so where I could so people could sit down and um yeah, so I went to Bunnings and while I was there actually do you think well um, do you reckon umbrellas were invented for the sun or for the rain? It's a great question, Dane. I reckon it's it size really dependent. Oh, it's something I've well, the, fir- the, the first one. Well, I think like the par- a parasol is for the sun, right? And it's slightly different in design. Am I correct? I don't know what a parasol is. I was about to go to Google. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I thought you said I'm at a beach in <laughs> Bali. <laughs> 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 am I in the right track? Parasite. Am I wrong? No, I think you are right. A parasol, like if you go to the races and see a lady, obviously, with a parasol, like a beautiful cotton... It, and I think it's deeper in shape. Right. Yeah. Am I, right? I mean, you've lost half of us. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I think they're for I the sun, and I think the I think the rain is a different design so that the rain runs off you. Oh, yes. The rain oh, is I wider. <coughs> yes, okay. So well, that the rain stays away from yeah, you. Yeah, well, hmm. I just saw the first person who invented one, do you think it was for the rain or for the sun? He's like, fuck it, so I need something to shade it or Jesus pissing down, I need to cover me in. I reckon B. Mm. Looking beat. Looking the rain. I, I feel like it's sun. I feel like yeah, it's sun. So do I. Yeah. Mm. Do you have an answer, Dane? Well, no, I don't because I wasn't there. <laughs> but, um, I, do you, do you think? Thanks for so much knowledge. I don't, I don't Google things like that. But um, yeah, no, Bunnings is um, was big, and I was just, I was pushed, <laughs> I was pushed it around. Um, I actually went to get a snag, but it wasn't Saturday. It was oh, I think it was a Sunday, yeah. and it was a Sunday and a Tuesday. New Year's it was on a Tuesday. It was Sunday and a Tuesday. Mm. Um, but apart from that, not much else happened. I went to the Gold Coast, um, five days. Walked in, they put, I got zinked for the back of my neck because they reckon I had neck tattoos. So they, all the rest of me, I was in shorts and a t shirt, and they put zinc on the back of my neck where to hide my neck tattoo. Oh. They, they reckon you had tattoos. Well, no, well, they said my neck one. So oh, okay. it was pop, was protruding out of my t shirt. <laughs> So, um, but they I, were fine with your yeah, which is odd, isn't it? <laughs> that is odd. Yes, it's very odd. Considering it only just yes. sneaks up. Yeah. Um, what else? I, I went. It was pretty quiet actually. Because I go, cause I go to LA next Saturday. So, oh, thankfully. Um, yeah, I know. Um, I got chirped at the movies actually. What does what chirped it, mean? Well, I was like for I went to the gold class or whatever it was. I went and seen the gentleman. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen any movies. I want to play. I want to Brilliant. Yeah, it's amazing. One of Guy Ritchie's best ones. I I loved it. But I went, we're in gold class, whatever it was, and this, cu- this couple <laughs> was, were, were behind, well, yeah, were behind me. Well, I don't, From I don't, Bunnings to Gold Class. Man of the people. I don't watch Man movies the with the commoners. Come on. <laughs> no, no that's the one thing you don't. You're, so, you're so relatable. <laughs> um, no, but this couple, old, this older, older couple, probably your age, Ralph. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was actually at the Como in South Yarra, actually. First time I'd been. The Como oh, that is posh. Yeah, the... Um, because it was the only time it was in the middle of my twenty-four hour road, which I guess we can talk about in a sec. But um, they said, "Oh, geez, you're a bit overdressed for the movies." Now, if, if you dress up to go to the movies, you're an imbecile, especially the gold class. <laughs> I agree. Well, I was in. I had. Oh yeah. I had pajama pants on. Okay, well that's that's. Or pajama shorts on. That's a bit different <laughs> to just a casual <laughs> pair of footy shorts. Like I'll cop footy shorts, and even those are on. 
Yeah, like just pajama shorts. Or Peter Alexander, they're quite. So they're sort of. Mate, I don't care if you're walking in an Imparo Armani. You don't go to a cinema in your pajamas. Why? Well, it's <laughs> offensive. Oh, I'm, it's like I'm sitting on the couch. What is the? So I had thongs on, <laughs> pajama shorts, <laughs> with, with, and, with and or without bonds. Bonds. Yeah, underneath. Under, yeah, no, I had underwear on. That's um, good. And like just like a You've loose tee and a hoodie. And a hat. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, you didn't get arrested. <laughs> well, it's happened before. Shouldn't uh, <laughs> when the bonds aren't on. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, so well, well, geez, you're a bit underdressed, and I was like, it "Was the day of the polo?" So that must have been Saturday. Um, so I said, "You lot should be going to the polo." So like, well, I'm not cool enough for the polo. But my point is, if you dress up, why would you want to be uncomfortable dressing up in like a suit? To go to the movies to sit in golf carts. It's fucking ridiculous. Amen to that. But, like, isn't there a big difference between wearing a suit and just a pair of chinos? Even even jeans. Do you you get up when you watch movies on the couch? Do you whack a pair of jeans on? Mate, there's a lot of things I do inside my house that should not be done in public. Yeah, yeah, well, (laughs) my point is I just don't think – I want to be comfortable when I go to a movie. And if I could watch a gentleman at home, I would have. But unfortunately, I don't have village cinemas at my house. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe you can work that out by going to Bunnings and fetching some things. Yeah, to well. Create a cinema. No, I got, I got lost in there, so I'm not going back. I'd <laughs> have to go to help. <laughs> I had to go to the help desk <laughs> and wait. And they call, they call the for Taylor. Such a man. Like, what a guy. They call for Taylor's name over the PA. <laughs> Your you, lost child. Say your child's lost. There are a lot of tattoos for a kid, but um, can, you, can you find out? Sat there crying for half an hour. She's come out about 40 pot plants. And I was like, fuck it, I want to go through these in the car. How good. So, oh, it's always a stressful trip back from Bunnings when you've got plants. Like, is the boot going to close? Like, it's a very. Well, and that was another trip. thing. So we got, I don't know, we went for one thing, come out of the 100. Mm. And um, she was like, that, that's not fitting in the car. She's like, yes, it is. We'll fit in the car. Dude, think it was right for once. <laughs> for once. I was like, I told you that's not going to fucking fit in the car. You idiot. So and you have to carry a few things? And you're like, uh, no, we have to go and then get it delivered. She's like, no, it won't get delivered for three days. And there was a big sign right, literally it was like a movie, right above her head, same day delivery. <laughs> <laughs> was like, I was like, fuck, I should have taken a photo. I was like, serious? Let's <laughs> so have a look behind you. So the same day, then we was, ended up it wasn't the same day delivery. It was the next morning, but... So we they got lied, it. basically they yeah, lied. Yeah, they did. Well, it was, yeah. was in the Arvo. It was 3, okay. 4 o'clock in the Arvo. But mm. that, well, was, that was about the extent of mine and, and the row I did. But J- Just one other thing, though. How come you haven't wished us Happy New Year yet? Because it's fucking well and truly gone. What's the rule? You asked you, you ask for this. When well, what do I think the rule is of rule of thumb of wishing people Happy New Year now? Well, a week? Mm, see, I don't even go that long. Well, if you see your parents like a week later or something, probably, but... Commoners, like just random people in the street. Like, hey, mate, like you don't know. Happy New Year, like, please give me a spell. <laughs> Shut your neck. Really? Well, I think I've been at work. I've been back at work since day two, so I feel like we've already got that out of the way. So by day three, I'm like, all right, that's enough. Now we're all working. Yeah, yeah. I realise that not everyone is working. Well, not you're not going to say Happy New Year to the same person twice. No. But like now, it's well and truly gone. If you, See ya. You should be locked up if in you say Happy New Year. Absolutely. Tiebreaker. Yeah. I'm I think I said Happy New Year to you when I walked in, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well. yeah, I'll be in the issues. corner racking <laughs> yeah. back and forth if anyone. No, Absolutely. Dana, I have an answer for you, by the way. What? For, for what? Oh, so thing. it originally was designed as a parasol 
from ancient Egypt to protect from the sun and from yeah, that right. an umbrella yeah. was evolved which all protects right. from the rain. There you, oh, go. So there you go. There you go. We're an educational Where's podcast, you see here, Tash, so we need to let them know. The What's the umbrella for perineums in? Did you miss the whole butthole sunning thing, she's, uh, Tash? She's unaware. This is breaking news stories. Mm, okay. Yeah. People, it's, it's a pastime of it's many people. Yeah. What? Perineum sunning, it's actually good yeah. for your health. It's all over Instagram. Yeah. Mm. Put your legs up in the air like a V. And Just a couple of minutes a day. And vitamin D there. You should do a story on it. Yeah, it's, I don't know what the vision would look like. Well, there's photos. Well, I'm I've got sure an, I can give you a rough idea of what the vision would look like. like imagery, yeah. I'll just what do, what do you mean? Thing. Like, does it help you? Yeah, it's good for you. Yeah, I'm yeah. down for things that are good for you. Like, well, am I going to get benefits from it? Apparently, it's a quick sunning of the north for ten minutes a day. Yeah, it's, it's good for it's you. It's a bit hazy up here though, so it's yeah, probably mm. the sun's not really getting through the smoke. So you don't want any smoke oh, up there. You yeah, want a clear well, day. I'm happy for anyone to blow smoke. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> now you've been uh, yes. you've been away basically. I you've have. been away from us, and we've missed you. And uh, so we we did a few shows without you. We mm. did our best, but but where mm. you been? Where haven't I been? Um, mainly Sydney and Perth, yeah. really. So you haven't been a lot of places then. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of places I haven't yet to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've been to two places. Correct, just two. <laughs> okay, yeah. Only two. If we're going to get into it, two. Um, Sydney and Perth with work. So what work? Uh, so obviously with the Kings and the Flames being the women's NBL team. Um, and then the tennis, so the ATP Cup. I Stop got the there, please. We were, we were stuck on which what the name of the mascot was you were hugging. We did clarify this. No, we did it together, but we haven't clarified this on the pod, so people are just hanging for this. Well, we did, but you could, I don't know if you could hear me. It was a oh, lion. Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah the king of the jungle is the lion. Mm. So there's the lion and the cub. Should be called the Sydney Lions then. Yep. Yeah, well. I, I, I know. I, I'm not sure why they didn't go with. I don't know. What, what other mascot would you give him, Dane? A king is a king. probably the simple answer. Well, that's what I was thinking, but like. Like Burger King, I have a king. They don't have a lion. Do they have a king? <laughs> yeah. Mm. They've got a king. They've got a bloke for a crown. crown and everything. Exactly. Ah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure. Don't like, Burger King. I feel like <laughs> usually mascots are, are not human, apart from Storm Man, obviously, but aren't they usually animals? Depends what the title of the thing is called. Oh, I, 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 was, I was once the demon as a kid. Yeah, of course he was. <laughs> the what? The demon. The, the wee dog. man. No, the, yeah, oh. well, it was anyway. But for the <laughs> Melbourne cheer squad, I had to dress up in the demon's costume. <laughs> That's awesome. Good for you. Jealous? Oh, man. It's a hole in the head. Wow. So tell us about Tennis World. Tennis World's been intense, actually. I'll tell you what, so many fuckwits go to the tennis. Yeah. I have been... I hope you're not working in the Australian Open. That's going to be a little, that's going to be a little awkward. <laughs> well, not yet, but maybe. <laughs> well, um, not anymore. Well, I got on the ATP we'll Cup in Perth. Uh, no, it's very obvious. We, we can discuss it. I don't mind. In Perth. And then once that finished, I had f- six days over there. And then the final eight moved to the final series in Sydney. Um, and then I got a last-minute call-up for that, which was... Good, except it meant I left at like 5.30 in the morning and then I worked till 2 the next morning. So that was a long day. Mm. Um, and so many oh. – I don't – can you – I don't understand idiots that go to the tennis. Like, do you think do, – do they think they're cool? Like, when the person's about to serve going, meh, or making some dumb noise really? every time. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. I will come into the audience. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I'm not afraid Are to get you. like just like a – because I haven't been to the tennis ever. Oh, wow. It'll change mm. your life. It's a good atmosphere. Well, you're not painting in a wonderful picture. Well, moment. no, the atmosphere is usually good. There's just one or two usually drunk 
Usually yep. men. Yeah. Sorry, guys, but let's be all honest. M- all men. Hashtag. That's very I'll take offence to that. Yeah, yeah. I thought you might. Mm. Well, we yeah. live in an offended culture and yeah. time, yeah. Dane. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, but the atmosphere at the Serbian game mm. was like something I have never experienced in my life. It was the loudest crowd and it did not stop apart from three or four seconds while they were serving. Serbian V. Mm. The well, the first time. been in the footy? Yeah, no, I have. I have. I reckon it would be a smidgen later. Dane, I'm telling you, it was outrageous. How many people I had an earplug in this year because, not many, because it was only at Ken Roswell Arena, 10,000. Who's Ken Roswell? Why's he got an arena? He's won eight Grand Slams for Australia. He's a lovely old man. He's one of our best tennis players from the past. Tennis Um, isn't my thing. But the, the Serbian crowd was out. Outrageous, outrageous! Like, like I thought it was going to turn into like the Chelsea riots. It It was like the soccer. It was like being at a Premier League game. It was outrageous. But I think also because the way that the um, arena is designed and they've just put a roof on it, it was like amplified. I had a plug in my ear for for comms so they could hear my boss, and I still couldn't hear him properly. Turned right up. It was outrageous, and it was like hurting your other ear. It was full on. You spent, time, you spent time in Europe. Did you do the soccer thing or any of those type of sports? I did, yeah. Well, um, I d- to be honest, no, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer because most of the games that I went to there were <laughs> like terrorist bombs were going off at them. So, oh. yeah, yeah. Well, so, oh. sounds awesome. <laughs> Eventful. Most well, tickets cheap. I do <laughs> feel like I've kind of done a pretty big upgrade from your Serbian necklace. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Um, Whereabouts? Oh, well, I did. I did. Um, I lived not far from one of the um, major soccer grounds in Istanbul, in Besiktas. So yep. Galatasaray? Yeah, yeah. There's, well, the Galatasaray and then Besiktas and then, oh, there's one other and it's terrible that I can't remember them right now. But, yeah, I don't want to talk about the soccer games. Let's move on to something else. Really? Okay. It wasn't fun. Well, I think, no. Nah. Okay. No. Mm, sorry oh, about that. Good question, Ralph. Yeah. Great question. Oh, another by you. Another He's good. He's good, isn't he? So why do, you, why do why do we'll go back to idiots then? Why do you think people do that then? A tennis. Yeah, because if you're trying to piss, talk. Yeah, but I, during for, those few seconds, for, tennis would be so much more fun if you could support and talk during a point. Why they're the best players in the world? Why do they need to be deadly silent? Well, you can talk during the point, just not during their serve. But, but why? You're the best players in the world. Blind enough for goal, you get well, 100,000 people chirping you. I was sitting next to Grothy. You're playing, I don't know, chess. I'm sure there's people out of support while you're playing chess or... The darts, etc. If yeah. you're the best player in the world, you should be able to handle a, a, a bit of this. Well, I get oh, that. Oh. And, I, and I did ask Grothy about it because he said when you go to Wimbledon and you're on the outside courts, there are people like you and me away walking past constantly. So you don't actually notice the noise because it's constant. Yeah, it's it's just fun. because in the big arenas, it's become a thing that we stop. It becomes deadly silent, and then one fuckwit goes, <whistles> and it puts you off. It distracts oh, you. So if there was constant you? noise, it wouldn't be a problem. But so it's I'll because there's a little. Well, make constant noise. Because if you're Correct. the best player in the world, you should be able to handle someone yeah. chirping you. Like you get it in every other major sporting event in the whole world. Darts, they go ape shit, and like yeah. you know, they they have to concentrate. Mm. Like mm. you're the best player in the world, just suck it up and cop some abuse. We all, do, everyone did when mm. we were playing. So I'm I think so that would. Make I feel like if it was constant, up. it would be alright. Because, like Rossi said, when you're in there, and like you'll probably attest to, you can't really notice it. It becomes white yeah, noise white after noise, a while, yeah. but it's because it becomes silent. And then there's some idiot. It, it stands out. Or there's a baby crying. Why do you bring you? Why are you bring you? Oh, why? You, no. Why? I know, but I don't understand. Mm. 
I don't understand. I went and saw Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Good movie. Good so. movie. <laughs> and, and, and you just gave me a flashback of some imbecile taking their baby there. Why do it? I don't understand. We banned from planes as well. Like these tickets are like these tickets are expensive. They're not cheap, so I'm yeah. not entirely sure. Like I get that some people are in a financial position that the money might not bother them, but why would you bring? It's one o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, and you've got a child. I don't. I don't quite. There's another issue it. with tennis, though. Go ahead. People wearing polo tops and tennis shorts at the tennis. What's the issue with that? Like they're playing. Well, you don't wear. What do you wear, Ralph? Well, you don't wear tennis gear to go. What you don't wear a footy jumper and footy shorts to go to the game, do you? Well, you wear a well, yeah, well, well, I would a lot imagine of people, people do. do. <laughs> Which is always the barometer footy, of nothing. Footy boots would probably That's right. take it a bit <laughs> exactly, far, but yeah. but people wear tennis. Like, Tasha's wearing like a, the equivalent Seems. of a t- yeah tennis shoes. I'm wearing uh, yeah. thongs, but like tennis yeah. shoes are pretty widely worn because <laughs> people just no, walk around in runners. What would you wear to the um? Well, Obviously that you'd beard you'd wear a suit of the movies too, wouldn't you? <laughs> to gold class. <laughs> no, that's your, idiot. That's your yeah. old president. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. the time. Because he what has would an you wear? Bit of suit, Ed. If you're going to the Australian Open this year, what would you wear? I'm cool about wearing summer clothes, but it's the point about wearing actual tennis gear. You know, Lacoste or something. <laughs> I wear some Lacoste things. Even not at the tennis. That's two from two, Ralph. You're going well, mate. You're going, you're, you're, you're going Who well. Who invited her? Lacoste. Lacoste make Lacoste. a lovely dress shoe. Right. They yeah, do. Exactly. Don't you like think? A, yeah. Yes, they do. Actually, went looking for some. And a wonderful the tennis. polo. Yeah. Of all yes. things I have a problem with, I don't, I don't have a problem with people wearing polos and tennis shorts to the tennis. Like, that's the crowd <laughs> that they get. So, it's like going, well, the, it's like going, the, problem, it's like going on the polo in Portsea. Everyone wears... Like the same What, horse riding gear? Yes. No, they don't. They wear polo. I've never seen anyone in jumpers. Don't you go to the polo when everyone's la-di-da? Yeah. That's why I don't go to the polo. That's why we avoid it. I I, I picked up on (laughs) I got a little point after there. (laughs) (laughs) I still got beaten. Maybe it was different in Victoria, but from what I can say from New South Wales, people who go to the polo are wankers. So you... Yes. You are not a Melbourne person. That is true. Yes. No. I would want to be, though. Yeah. I think. What have you learned well, about Melbourne? What you, would you think about Melbourne? You, what have you learned since you mm, moved here last well, year? Well, this is like the sixth or seventh city I've ever moved to because I've been around a bit. And Can, you rank, from, can you rank them? Yeah, let's rank them. Oh, okay, so I grew up on a farm in country Queensland, then moved to Brisbane, then moved to Sunshine Coast, then moved to Bundaberg, then moved to Townsville, then moved to Canberra, then moved to Sydney, then moved to Turkey, then moved back to Sydney, then moved back to Queensland, and now I'm in Melbourne. So, yeah, go. I um, been around. Head, I'd probably say Bundaberg and Canberra are on the top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> Well, mate, at times they certainly had it over Turkey. Yeah, well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I left that out. I left that out. I don't want to. I don't need to start a war with the, the Turkish no. Yes, community no. people. Yeah, well, we can, I'm we sure can it's a lovely place. So, yeah. But no, so um, I love Sydney. Sometimes the people aren't amazing, some of the people, mm. but it's a pretty great I city. I love Sydney. Yeah. Mm. It, it's so yeah. expensive, mm. though. So anyway, I thought Melbourne is like a, a good middle ground. It's somewhere like where Queensland meets Sydney in terms of having awesome um, culture and people, but also like a distinct sort of 
lack or a lower ratio of fuckwits than Sydney, I would say. Yeah. Oh, so I don't agree with you. But. Well, no, but, but I'm not. This, I place, that this was, place breeds fuckwits like nowhere else. Well, I'm learning this, you see, because mm. from afar I thought, Melbourne, those, those guys have got their shit in a pile. But some of you... I don't know if I'm going to endear that myself to my new no, no, people. No, no, stop that. Like, <laughs> stop. Like some people she said some of you and just pointed directly at me. I did just, not. Just, I did your not. Your thumb just flicked at me. You went, some of you instead straight at me and flicked your thumb at me. And so here we go. Say? No, no, because no, I clicked saying, what was that some saying again? Some people stop. in Melbourne. What was that saying again? Which one? Have got their pile in a shit. Have got their pile in a pile. People in Melbourne seem like they have their shit in a pile. But as I'm getting older, I'm realising that actually no one has their shit in a pile. No, well... I've never You're not wrong there. Mm. That's great. No, but Melbourne's the best city in Australia by, by far. Well, I don't look. I know that I'm not coming. You know, say a new topic here, but the weather yeah, is well, fucking absolutely. deplorable. Yeah, like I knew winter is a bit cold. Strap myself in for that. Mm. Yeah. It's actually not that cold no, compared to other places I've lived. It's the wind. It's the unpredictability. Yeah. Mm. I don't like that I'm wearing shorts in the morning mm. and a hoodie. In yeah, because you can leave the house room. and be grossly underprepared. And Despite having your whole wardrobe and an umbrella, I know. Oh, like you know after what? winter, when I got all my coats dry cleaned, and now I'm bringing them out again, it's well, very inconvenient. If Melbourne had, <laughs> if Melbourne had Sydney's weather or go- Queensland's weather, no one would ever leave. There'd be how that's many? Correct. There'd be 24 million people in Melbourne. That's so true. well, there's we not ne- a good need, enough beach close enough for we me. Need shit, we, we need shit weather to fuck people off. Okay, so I understand. So you reckon that so so this is shit weather is, is like population management? Yeah, the fuckwits. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, Some well, I've been yeah. here eleven years, Natasha, and you don't get used to it. So why are you here then? Well, that's <laughs> why I escaped us to to Sydney. Yeah, exactly. That's why I went yeah. up to Sydney okay. for the summer because I needed a real beach for this amazing podcast. Yeah. And I come well, back for the yeah. podcast. No, I, Keep yeah. bringing her back. No, but I don't want to sound like I'm potting it. Like I'm, I'm coming to this yeah. with an open mind. There's no better place in the country for sport and entertainment. I don't think. Okay. I think it's so a I really think, yes. And I, I like comedy and I like sport. Mm, so yeah. So that's what I'm here for for work. Do you think that people in Melbourne will like me? Yeah, I think so. There was hesitation there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, it depends how you go on this podcast. I don't oh, think right. anyone yeah. in Melbourne likes anyone. I don't even think they like mm. themselves. So I think that's right. I, th- I, th- I disagree there, Sam. <laughs> Because you're, <laughs> are you a big fan of yourself? Babe? Am I a big fan of myself? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Not really. I don't know. I am. So that's a hard yes. I don't. I don't <laughs> no, I don't really know. I don't really. Well, I, I like myself. Yeah, I guess. Do you but, like who you are? Um. Yes, I do. Yeah. Are you happy? Am I happy? <laughs> yep. How's your soul? Black. Mm. Okay. <laughs> do you feel um complete? I've never thought about it, but. Um, fuck the fine, eh? What does feeling complete mean? Oh, I've got no I don't know. I'll tell you when I get there. Yeah, exactly. Do you feel content? Can, content? Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't think about anything. I don't think I about think things you, I like feel like, like my brain as far as people that I know, I feel like you are a pretty content person, Dane. Pretty laid back mm. and relaxed. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, I don't know. Um, you struck me as quite manic, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's sarcasm. I oh, know. I figured that. Good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just have to get you back for the polo joke. <laughs> what about um? What about uh, South Africa? Did you enjoy that? I did. I did. Well, Good segue. Combine all this. No, no. Combine it because mm. we're an AFL culture, and part of being in the jungle, yes. you got to experience a jungle with Dermot Burton and Shane Crawford. I did. So, I what did that did. give you about Melbourne culture before you got here? Okay. Well, in a word, excellent. 
So, mm. but because I'm from Queensland, I'm more NRL, mm. right? So yeah. I don't know a lot of AFL people. I'm I'm changing that. Stain's okay. one. Yep. Yeah, got a few touches in his time. Yep. Yep. No, I I heard that you did okay on the field. Once you got the MCG, and off it. couldn't yep. stop getting it. Yes, mm. right. Good. No. Uh, so anyway, yeah. <laughs> so I go into the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> what joke just happened? That I just, <laughs> just there? Dave. We did a podcast actually called Once I Got to the MCG, I Couldn't Stop Getting It, which was his quote from how he got drafted. Because I was... That's so taken the fucking completely out of... Yes, he loves himself. That's, 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 that's taken out of highly. context because I, I was shit as a junior and I, didn't, I never got any of the ball, man. I got on the MCG no. and found a way to get it. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, you were a you were a, you were a slow starter, but then you. I was. It was a slow burn. Don't worry about that. Then, but then when you got there, gee whiz. I should have brought a book. You <laughs> I should have brought me book. You could have tucked into it. Maybe. I mean, look, I'm looking for some light reading after the bushfires. So it's got a lot of uh, pictures. Yeah, well. Um, excellent. I look, I look forward to that. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, went into the jungle. Didn't know a lot about AFL. Knew there would be some people in there who were from AFL. Did not, oh my God, I cannot believe this, but I didn't know who Dermot Brereton was before I went into the And you think, I'm happy with myself. Let me tell you. Jesus. <laughs> also, then, like, worked out, like, he's, you know, one of the most fabulous people that God ever Who would have thought in. those two would be poster boys for Melbourne? And uh, then... Croft and Derm. And yeah. Derm. Well, well Croft came in late, and so he was sort of walked in, and I was like, also don't know who you are. Like, <laughs> is it Ryan Gosling's granddad? Nice. Or also a little bit of Michael Douglas vibes. Right, yeah, actually, okay, yeah. yeah. Mm. So anyway, yeah. didn't know who they were. Learned a lot about them, which had nothing to do with AFL. And yeah, in all seriousness, like... No, I no, just... No, 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 but just I mean, what was your impression of their personalities? Oh, I adore both of them. Yeah, uh, Dermot is incredibly... Clever, he's also a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> um, All the good ones are, but like such, just such a wonderful man. And I feel like after being in the jungle, as a rule, footballers, you know, can get a bad rap. Uh, with Shane and Dermot, I probably haven't met two better gentlemen in my life. Mm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> or do you reckon that they were just putting it on for no, the camera? No, they're great. Yeah. No, they're great. It's, it's very, it's, as you would know, it's very hard. To, you can put it on for a, yes. a few days, but eventually it breaks you down. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no, they weren't putting on. What you see is what you get. Especially, I think with the sportsmen that go into that thing too, because they don't, like, the actresses and actors, the singers, the comedians, the people who ha- play mm. a role probably put it on a bit more. Yeah. Because they're used to doing that on TV and stuff like where yes. the sportsmen and that just sports women they just come in and they just they've always been themselves so it's very hard for them to try and be something they're not and it's very very easy to see when when you're trying to be fake because it happened yes. it happened in hours like with as soon as I'd go and do a challenge people would fucking turn into uh, you know Beast. different people yeah yeah very very much and when you you have it's so odd that you're meeting some of these people for the first time and you're having these conversations about them and I'm like, okay, are you having this conversation because you're trying to connect with me mm. or are you having this conversation because there's quite a few cameras on us and you're yeah. trying to do well? But do you, you work that do out. Do you often forget? I've got one of my best friends, Dave's girlfriend, Tahan, actually, was on Big Brother 
and it blew my mind that you could forget that the cameras were there. Is it? Do, are you yeah. in a position that you can forget yeah. that they're there? Not when when you're out doing a challenge, actually walking around with them, so oh, yeah. like you can see it. But in the in the, in, camp. the in the camp, like they're hidden. Well, they're not hidden, but they're they're stuck in trees and stuff. So there's not okay. there's no one walking around with it. But you do. Like yeah, you, you do, get comfortable. But you'd kind of when you when I when I was telling a story, I didn't really want to get the air. I'd just yes. say fuck every second word so they couldn't put it on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good tactic. I, yeah, I know. What Smart. You, I was concerned about that. My family were concerned when I went in there. They were like, Tash, like, you struggle to go on television at mm. one to two hours at a time and not fuck up. Like, <laughs> how are you, you going to go 24-7 for weeks? And I was like, I can do this. I want to prove them wrong. And then I got out of the jungle and they're like, we're so proud of you. You managed mm. to keep it all in a pile and not be too crazy. And I was like, Oh, no, it just got edited. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the good thing mm. is that it's a family show. I reckon if it was, the, if it was the UK version, oh, my Lord. I would have come out probably f- looking a little bit worse <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> than what I did because it's a family show because they can't yeah. – well, because yes, like when you're sitting around having a drink, you just tell stories with yeah. your mates that something's probably, sh- you know, you've, you've done – Legally or le- whatever it is, and <laughs> like Dane's, Dane's a done laugh. a couple of illegal things in his right. past. Not no, many, excellent. just a couple. I've been caught for a couple. One, <laughs> two, two. I've been caught for. But there were things I had in my head though before I went in, which was you will not talk about that, do yeah. and I was conscious of that. And did you talk did about you it? it? No, no, I didn't. You still talked about it. No, I no, oh, I no, didn't you, talk you about. Yeah, 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 I didn't talk about yeah. them. You close. I'll bring him up here. Give him some <laughs> what were no, they? No, what, like, would, what weren't you able to talk about? Probably, like, I talked about a lot of, you know, personal mm. things and the jungle, and I knew, like, I've had mental health issues uh, since I was 15 and um, been through really tough times with that, and I'd never spoken about that mm. publicly, and I knew that if I was going into the jungle, there's no way that I could get through, you know, five or six weeks without... Mm showing how vulnerable I was and that was probably the scariest thing going into the jungle. It wasn't mm. eating the weird food yeah. or jumping off the cliff. It was like, holy shit, I'm about to... Uh, Reveal who you are, take your mask off, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, p- pretty much. And I guess it was much bigger in my world than it was in anyone else's. Mm. But but even with that, um, you know, my charity that I was doing things in there for was for PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, which is something that I have endured throughout my life and even though I was willing to talk a lot about my mental health there are stories and things that have um, caused me to have PTSD that uh, I wasn't willing to talk about no, and you don't and, yeah and you don't have to I guess um, was there anything for you Dane that you kind of before you went in there thought to yourself these things don't need to be oh. spoken about with these people or the Australian public or was there things Not that you really. kind of wanted to keep to yourself? Not really. Well, well, thanks for having my back on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, because some, um, like, just, some well, things I, just don't need to be spoken about whether even if they – if you haven't spoken about them publicly in the past then there's no need to speak about them now but, uh, to get yeah. people on side or for any other reason. Like they're your, they're your stories. That's what I haven't had like too many – well, everything that I've fucked up with has been in the media anyway. So, like, <laughs> sure. no, but I was about to ask that. Actually, well, it, it hasn't. Look, I've had a reasonably, yeah. well, I don't know if normal as well, but in the world, but I haven't had any major like dramas or, or issues with myself. That's so always been my theory why sports people, uh, be it on on or people covering it, actually pretty good at covering. Uh, you know, general media because mm. they're used to these huge blow-ups all the time yes. and your whole life has basically been an open book since you've been playing because yeah. that's what being a footballer yeah. is and probably it was different for you because you get on screen and off screen. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. Like, I th- I I've always considered myself to be fairly level-headed, but I think for footballers, you go from being uh, nobody and just playing Jane to all of a sudden, you, the cameras are everywhere, you're earning a lot of money, people look at you. If, if, if mobile phones, if iPhones were around when I was 19 or 20, I would not have had a career in TV. Well, <coughs> mate, they came in when I was about 22 and I still didn't have a career. That would have been, been, been when I first got drafted. Fuck, I would have been gone in six months. <laughs> Exactly. So, uh, like, I tip my hat to footballers or, or any people who experience a large degree of fame early on in, in their life because that's, that's hard. Mm. Yeah. I, well, I'll tell you, actually, the one thing that I did consciously not was talk about my friends. Yeah, I'm saying, well, who, yeah. a certain family. Yeah, or, who, who, yes. was still, who was still... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Playing, and look, so I don't want to like tell, tell a story of mm-hmm. like I've just implicated a mate who's playing or I played with or fucking is whatever, and then I get out of the jungle and there's, I've, I've lost four friends yeah. because yeah, I've, exactly. like, I've told a story which probably shouldn't go to air, and I've come out, hey, fuck boys, or... Whatever, whoever I was talking about, and they go, "Well, you can fuck off." Like you just dropped a story that was only meant to be for us and you yeah. know, our friends. So that was I was conscious of that. So I would always just say, if I was telling a story, I'd just make you know, I'd only say my side. So I would never, I would never lag like, any. I'll never put any of my mates. That in is for, your complete yeah. default but position. It's hilarious. It is. It's good. No, that, no yeah, it's a good. But absolutely. It's very, but that shows. It's a great like, quality, Dane, absolutely. because you mentioned that it's when, the you only one. Your, when you write your. <laughs> <laughs> when you That's write your book, you're also humble. <laughs> this is very true. No, but Tash, lots of people in sport, they get out mm. of the media and they think, here's my chance to make it the media. They write they, a book about they, everyone. They, they bag others. No, mm. no, I'm, 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 a, I'm across it. No, I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, well, I don't think it's just sport. Some people who write books about mm. other people, you know, what goes down in television and, you know, they don't even check with who yeah. they're writing about and, um, I mean, can you say the C word on here? You can say cunt if you want. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of cunts out there. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Exactly. Hey, tell me, so, because you haven't done it. Mind you, if I, my, next, my, my next book yeah. about my life, <laughs> tell you why there'll be a couple of people getting the clip, personally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there'll be nothing to do with my football friends. They're, they're safe. There'll be a couple of people who'll be getting a clip. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I didn't say you don't clip anyone. I said yeah, you don't yeah, clip yeah, friends. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. at one. Yeah. 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 So, so he needs a clip. Check out yeah, that beer. Yeah, What's exactly, going on there? Yeah. You left the jungle. Oh, just yeah, let that through the, keeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> through the keeper. Through the keeper. What's I, going on? No, let's talk about it. It's mm-hmm. just summer growth. It's just stupid. Summer yeah. growth? It's I thought that's more of a winter growth It hasn't thing. gone down real well at home, but it won't be staying. So. Oh. <laughs> you haven't gone down <laughs> real well at home. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, Bro, I, I don't need to hear about that. You I don't need to hear about that, Ralph. Gone down on anyone. Yeah, because of the beard. I don't need to hear about that, Ralph. No, see, this is what he does. He just takes a breath. You need to go out and move on candle. to the next. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what do I do with the Dane Swan candle? Well, what would it smell like, Dane? Oh. What would the scent be? A bit similar to Gwyneth. Say <laughs> <laughs> what? Say what? Though, like, yes, um, probably. Fuck. Jesus. Christ. What? Surely she taken the piss. She has to be. No, that's the next candle. What? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Fucking no. <laughs> But like at least Dad's here, there's, an, ex- bag of there's jokes. an excuse for like, like a, a cheating husband or something. Like you just go, she can come out and go, "Where have you been?" And I was just around playing the Xbox, <laughs> fucking and lit Ken Gwyneth's box up, just fucking playing. So it's got nothing. So I don't know what you're talking about. It's not on me. It's just it's Gwyneth. I, I haven't I haven't done anything. I was playing Xbox with the boys, just lit yeah. a couple of candles, and that was it. So the place is in. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow! Wow! Well. Yeah, she's got to be tainted. She's like Kanye. She's going to make some so fucking ridiculous yep. that everyone's going to sell out and then. Now the win- winners at the moment is it Joakim Phoenix? What's it? Oh, Joaquin. 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 Mm. No, no. So he said how he's doing his bit for the planet after mm-hmm. flying to a mm-hmm. to the Academy oh Awards, saying he's not going to eat meat. Okay, but he, but he flew there to say that. Well, how else is he going to get there? Yeah, well, you can no, go no, by no, boat. That's fair enough. He goes by boat. Mm. Yeah, he yeah. could do. But you know, we don't need a few people doing it perfectly. That's where he's from. Ralph, we need everyone doing it imperfectly. I'm not sure you can just. Do you drive a boat or do you steer? A, what do you what do you do with the boat? Yeah, steer a boat or do you drive it? I think you drive it, mate. Mm. Well, I'm not positive though. I'm sure you can drive it. Any skippers out there want to give us a? So hold on, before we finish the jungle, so what was yes. the hardest part for you? Um, the hunger. The hunger. Yeah, I knew that we would be eating plain food, yeah. but just I was just hungry the whole. It's a P-L-A-N-E. Time. But Do you see, get hangry? Is that the word? Well, yeah, I didn't know if I did, but yeah, I think so. Or just a lack of enthusiasm. Like I had to do uh, one of the uh, trials where it was like a little bit of an obstacle course, and in my head, I was like going like the clappers and just mm. being Speedy Gonzalez. But then I looked at it back and <laughs> I was just like so slow. I was embarrassed that it went to air. Have you watched it all back? Um, I've watched most of it back. Have you? Oh, well, my stuff several times. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm the complete opposite. I haven't watched any of it. Well, see, do you watch yourself back on the news to make sure to? Oh, I, I hate it. I hate doing that. And so generally, no. But I like being. I want to be good at it. So yeah. sometimes I'm like, I got to watch, I gotta watch it. Do you have a coach? Do I? Mm, like in does no. like yeah, you know, we get a coach, and like we have. To, I didn't watch. I hated watching my vision anyway. I don't need to see me getting an uncontested mark on a wing and fucking handball to someone. Like ten year olds can do that. I don't know why I need <laughs> to see it, but um, what we about have, forty times? Yeah, yeah. I've got shit to mm. do. <laughs> um, Very busy man. He works from home. Yeah, but. Um, like we have a coach, obviously, would come in and like critique us and tell us what we've done wrong. Do you have mm. an on-screen an on uh, coach? I've got a fair few people on social media who can <laughs> tell me what I'm doing right or wrong. Uh, I mean, when I first started in news, you have like a voice coach who's able to teach you uh. to speak properly on television. Uh, and then you have probably a couple of mentors who uh. – um, so not an official coach as such, but people who will tell you what you've – done wrong there you go I didn't know that you kind of know like you that's why I watch myself back Mm. you kind of know that's why Sam that's why (laughs) that's why (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. you kind of know when you fuck up like sometimes you come off air and you're like whoa what did I just say did I have a stroke 
Well, I mean, I've done one or two things on television that I know have definitely been fuck-ups. That's mm. okay. Who hasn't? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what was the hardest part for you? Uh, the boredom. Right, okay. Yeah. Because, mm. uh, like, the food... you got to do things, right? Yeah. You're a tactile... Well, I just need to... Wa- like, I can sit down and watch... Like, like I've said on this show, but I think I'm as good at doing fuck-all as anyone. And <laughs> yeah. I, and on I, that, feel, I excel at that also. Yeah, and on that show, you, you, you literally do fuck-all, but I needed to be doing fuck-all in front of a TV or something. Right. So, <laughs> so the food... The food was... You know, like you said, you got. I got used to it after, and I don't. You know, I have a lot of vices, obviously, but I don't drink coffee nor do I smoke. So, right. I didn't. I wasn't coming down off them. Mm. You know what Sugar I mean? was the one for me. Chocolate. Yeah, yeah. So for first week, obviously, you know, you sleep yep. pretty much all day unless you're out doing a trial. But then, the food was fine. I was just fucking finding something to do all day. Going oh. going to the waterfall, but you can only go four at a time. Yes, and yes, Come back yes. sleeping, and mate, that that was the hardest part for me. And. Um, just just laying there, just thinking of amazing ideas, but I couldn't write them down. And I tell you what, what it was. I had billion dollar ideas at night, and I was like, "Don't think of that, think of that, keep that." Wake up, I'm going, "Fuck, I forgot about it." And I, so so I couldn't write them down. I would have, I wouldn't have been here. I'd be sitting on my billion dollar boat somewhere, my yacht somewhere, with my million dollar ideas. Is one Did of them about how what happened to the yellow pages that you sent out before Christmas? What? You sent out on Twitter. What are the yellow pages still a thing, or is that the yeah. white pages? No, well, yeah. Well, I didn't know. Well, the yellow pages still a thing. Where's this? Why? Why did you bring that up? Because they're the random thoughts that come into your mind, and now you've got an outlet for them. And like, yeah, well, yeah, well, exactly. Um, I don't know why. I don't. Well, I had a random thought the other day too. Um, <laughs> what? Forgot about it. Oh, so I can't why'd you do the juggle did you dash? Why didn't you just say them out loud and then you could have gone to the producers, hey, because this. Well, because they would have stolen it. Oh, okay, yeah, true. Mm. True. Yeah. Did they not sign an NDA? No. no. You should have made them sign one. I think I signed an NDA, but I told everyone I knew what I was going on it. <laughs> Did you? Yep. <laughs> and that was okay? Like well, they didn't, well, bad luck. What are they going to do? Well, because I, I wanted advice. I was like, should I go on it? Yes. And then a lot of people were saying yes. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I was doing nothing else. Yeah. So and that's why you went on it? Yeah, because I had nothing else to do. What's the second reason why you? Oh, charity, obviously. Yeah. 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 Clearly. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah, to help others. Yeah. 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 yeah, I didn't get paid at all. What was no. your charity name? No. Um, the Dane Swan Foundation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What was his charity? It was David Butterfin's. Uh, oh, sorry. The Nick Foundation. Yeah. So it was um, our old fitness or our fitness trainer at Collingwood. Our um, his son <coughs> took his own life. Uh, I think it was our premiership year actually, 2010. So he started the Nick Foundation just to help um, teens and stuff. Mm. So yeah, so that's that's it was early, you know touch with. There hasn't been too many, you know, personal tragedies or things that I've been close with that has happened to me and my family. So um, that was the closest thing that touched me. So that's why I did that. Hey Tash, so uh, by extension from what <laughs> Swanee just said, and it, one of the headlines that came out from you being in the jungle was your depression that you spoke about. Yep. How are you seeing that from an outside now and we had the tragedy of Danny Frawley last year? Are people, do you think people are more, there's less stigma about talking about it? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, I definitely think that there's less stigma, but I still think that there's huge problems. I also think it's uh, significantly more difficult for men than women. Um, but... I mean, I feel like Dane would probably be in a better position to to comment on where we're at with with mental health. Um, I like that I can come on here now and talk to you guys Mm. about dark times. I mean, not that I've gone into enormous detail about it and it's just like, you know, that's that's part of who you are if you've had Mm. diabetes or cancer or or things like that. Sometimes I think we're going the other way though with overanalyzing our emotions 
mm. too yeah. much with with young ki- like I agree. Uh, there's you know anxiety and depression among um, teenagers, and I mean I was I one. I think of those it's teenagers. exacerbated yeah. a little bit. Like I say, point blank, if I didn't have medication when I was 15 years old, I would be dead. Right. So obviously depression and anxiety is is a problem among young people but i also think that you've got to find a line because sometimes it's not necessarily a depression or anxiety mm. sometimes it's just that it's it's a, it's a tough break you yeah. know, like going from from school to you know finding your way in the world but um obviously i didn't know danny frawley uh but i couldn't watch any of that coverage without crying mm. um i just I don't know how you. Um, I don't know how you get up from that. Yep. And, and one of the but one of the things you said, and I'm not I'm not prying into anything mm. personal, but but you said about how hard, the hardest thing was almost when you lost your job and then you you didn't have headspace to get into your work. Yes. And I found the same thing about right. a dozen years ago with me. Yes. And I didn't have uh, medical depression, but Jesus Christ, because because you you want an outlet. Exactly. And I think most people actually want an outlet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got to do things to keep your mind busy, and I don't think you need to have a mental illness for that. No. I think that that's that's anybody. And you talk about the boredom. So, um, yes, yeah, so I I I was when I got out of the jungle, and um, the number of people who contacted me to say, "Oh, I've had PTSD, or I've had depression." You know, thanks for speaking about it openly, and then being able to share their stories with me. Um, like that's probably the most successful thing I've ever done in my career. I think the jungle. Mm. Well, the, d- being the able byproduct to, of that. Yeah, yeah. B- being able to actually um, help people in that way is pretty amazing. Mm. I that's think. Great. Well, another thing mm-hmm. you've done very successfully is uh, to bring the current. And while we got in, you covered mm. the bushfires up at East Gippsland Way, and yeah. you were a star. And so were uh, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm just blown away by how good the media coverage was from people on the ground there, and and. I'm looking at it from the contrast that the the idiots on <laughs> social mm. media, including people in air conditioned studios in the media, yes. compared to the on the ground stuff, mm-hmm. I reckon it was so good. Oh. And uh, and how you, how was the experience? Thanks. Well, I, I didn't um, I didn't probably see as much coverage as you because I was on the ground yeah, no, and sort of yeah. creating the the stories. Um, oh, it's it's heartbreaking what's happening to it's our okay. country right now. Um, I was in Malakuta, um, d- so many people who've lost their homes and uh, just, you know, our, our wildlife and uh, people who are rescuing them. And there's some wonderful positive stories coming out of that as well. Um, but, uh, oh, like, I probably got home yesterday and had a bit of a cry. Mm. Um, I've been crying the whole time. That's yeah. Nothing, yeah. yeah, yeah Awful. Um, but if there's anything to be buoyed by, you know, when people say, oh, you know, um, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. No, it's not. That's no, right. The number of people who've got each other's back and the amount of donating mm. and things that are going in, uh, we're A-OK. But mm. also, though... Um, Tell us about the community spirit on the ground, though, because obviously you were there and we weren't. We can only yeah, see sure. a couple okay, of minutes of well, what you do. Uh, so I was in Lake's entrance for a couple of days and then we needed to get to Malakuta. Obviously the roads were mm. shut um, and the only way to really get there was via boat. So I spent 12 hours on a boat to get there. Uh, there was no power uh, there, uh, no hire cars, so we had to somehow, through a friend of a friend, borrow a car and then through another friend of a friend, um, my camera guys slept on a floor in someone else's house. Uh, and the moment that you get in there, people are like, how are you? Do you need some food? Do you need a place to stay? How can we help you? Thank you so much for being here. I'm like, 
I'm sorry, you just lost your house mm. and you're asking me if I need a sandwich. Um, and that was just collective throughout the entire town. F- firefighters are just extraordinary. But then you've got <laughs> volunteers who are also working around the clock um, just keeping keeping these towns together and the uh, resilience is mind-boggling and the only the the one point I would want to make is everyone's asking how can we help who do we donate to and it's difficult because uh, how do we know that it's going to get to the people who need it is is some of the that money just going to go to some admin somewhere and the best piece of advice I can give you is go to that town as uh, as a holiday as Mallacoota, Mm -hmm. East Gippsland, Alpine region places in New South Wales they are beautiful and they are being wiped off the map in an economic sense because mm-hmm. the towns are ghost towns. No one's in them. You know, Alpine Shire lost ninety million dollars in two weeks. Um, so you know, empty askies. That empty asky campaign. Is there, an, yeah. is there an end in sight? Like for the. Uh, well, these next couple of days are basically the best batch of weather that we've had. Since the end of November and fourteenth of January, people yeah. will listen to us at any time. Mm. So it's fourteenth <laughs> of January. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, but our fire season isn't over yet, Dane. And they're talking about some of these fires continuing to burn mm. for for three months. Oof. So <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I don't want to be an alarmist, but I think we're kidding ourselves if we don't think that there's more to come. Yeah. Mm. How hard is it to do your job when you also? I assume there would have been a degree of being scared. In an area, um, like was it? I shouldn't assume. Yeah, no, I, f- I felt like we we kept pretty safe most of the right. time. Um, I I've spent a lot of time working in war zones in uh, like Afghanistan and Syria and things like that. So doing work under pressure, I uh, I guess I become accustomed to that but having said that though i've never reported on bushfires before so i don't know how a fire moves and, 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 more, how, and how is the emotion is different for you <coughs> if, if that's um, a fair question it's it's very difficult to compare the two yeah. because when you have children being bombed and dying from chemical weapons yep. um it is um you don't want to compare the yeah. um situations <laughs> but People are dying, seeing the wildlife, people having their homes wiped out. And also reporting on a disaster that is happening in my own country, you're, you're more attached mm. to that naturally, I think. Um, and to be honest, I'm pretty fresh off the ground and probably still running on adrenaline mm. and lack of sleep at the moment. So check in with me in a couple of weeks to see it's how I'm awful. doing. Are you going back out there? Are you going back um, out there? I, I, I may. I may. <laughs> um, the next couple of days I'm not and I'll be staying in Melbourne, but... Yeah, I, I I may go out again. Um, I think that um, I applaud you. I'm going tr- I'm I've been really emotional over this, but I do applaud you because we bag journos on here a lot. Sorry, and no, um, rightfully so, because some of them can just write awful pieces about people yep. that don't deserve to be written about. But um, I'm from I'm from bushfire country out mm. in bush WA, so I've grown up with like the skills and, and knowledge and been around bushfires. And so I feel like I, I've got a very different view to a lot of people on what's happening. And at the other end of the well, share scale, it. share it. Mm. Oh, it makes me very angry. Go on. Well, I grew up. I grew up in a bush school where a lot of our um, influence and learning was around Aboriginal culture, and the Australian bush is designed to regenerate through fire. But we, as 
white Australians have stopped that over there are so many things that have contributed to this basically mm. but the beautiful thing that we're seeing now are these beautiful images of the bush coming back to life right mm. Australian a lot of Australian um, flora actually spit their seeds when fire is coming their direction they spit their seeds in the opposite direction so that they know to regerminate and come back to life right but humans have had a massive impact in in causing and exacerbating this fire season that we're having i do i'm a massive believer in climate change as well but when where i grew up if you did not each kind of street in our town had an allocated day just like you had your allocated watering days where you had to do your burning off and if you didn't do it you had massive fines Mm -hmm. and everyone had done their back burning or if your neighbors hadn't done it you're like oh mate when are you back everyone knew as a community that that's what you had to get done or you had your fire breaks around your um your your property, which is like basically set fence, sand for a couple of metres and then your paddocks to stop these fires from mm-hmm. continuing. So all of it is kind of common sense to me, but a lot of people aren't educated in any of this stuff and ignorance for some people seems to be bliss. Now, yeah. where I come from in, in Perth, I, I then moved out of there and so I've got a whole another group of friends that don't actually understand the severity or how they can have an eff- how they've had an effect or how they can have an effect until all this coverage and and so it's it's been a slow burn people here in Victoria are now starting to understand what the people in New South Wales have dealt with because there's smoke in the air and you can't see the city skyline today the only thing that I think if it doesn't happen to you, people don't understand. And the thing that is kind of helping with that is the journos that are on the ground bringing these stories and all these awful images. But without that, people can't be educated and can't quite understand the severity of what people are going through. And so by you risking your life being out there, it's a story that needs to be shared and people won't be educated and won't sit there and, you know, educate themselves unless you kind of almost force it upon them and then they realise, fuck, mm. we're fucked. So we have you guys to thank for that, for spreading the word and spreading the story and look at how it's spread across the world. Mate, oh, Sam, thank you so much for, for saying that. I feel... So important. Um, yeah, and as, as someone in the media, it's, it's a tough one that you need to work out how to cover as well because I go in with the intentions of doing exactly what you've just said and creating awareness um but you can understand from some of the firefighters or people who've lost their homes there there is some degree of animosity towards the media as well because Mm. there are some fuckwit journos i i I think it's a pretty low low base but you know they'll go around and and shoot what they think is like great pictures Mm. and it's actually a person's home who they've never met where their kitchen used to be and so there's got to be a little bit of respect with with that and and of course Mm. and they're thinking about deadlines getting the story getting tears on tape you know um and and i think that that's definitely decreased so Mm. um yeah i uh you just see what people are capable of and so if you can play any role in that Mm. um it's a Privilege. Hopefully, that doesn't sound too wanky. Can I? Oh, no. I'm going to read this from Kerry Lambert, who's a friend of mine. She mm. was a long time producer at SEN. She happened to be there. Mm. So she tweeted this out, so it's public. So mm. uh, we're out and safe. Before we start pointing fingers at politicians, let's concentrate on energy and thanking the people who are volunteering to save all. There'll be time to assess actions later. I'm sick of reading political opinions about the bushfire. Mm. Do what you can to help. I've seen the choppers water bombing, seen the trucks, heard their sirens, I've heard houses explode. Think of those people impacted, not your political view. That's exactly right. Uh, mm. When we did get this service platform, uh, sorry, I'm get, uh, yeah, when we did get this service, and this is about getting out of there, uh, 
Platforms like Twitter and Facebook were clogged with people's political opinions. We needed these social sites for information. Use your empathy, not your vitriol. Getting off Twitter for a while, people have lost their lives, livelihood and homes, but on here it's becoming a political blame game. And yeah, uh, and I think people feel like they need to have a statement yeah. or a standpoint and they need to show mm-hmm. that, the, oh, the, like, I don't... I, didn't vote for him and can't stand him, but he was very clear from the beginning that he didn't believe in climate change. So rather than standing there and pointing fingers at someone that's been elected, do something. You're wanting these climate change things to come in. What are they going to do? Put rules in place. Well, start living that way already. Start reducing, reusing and recycling without waiting for some fuckwit to tell you to do so. And then you're standing on your high horse and Twitter and pointing fingers. Like I think, yeah, I mean, I I wholeheartedly... agree with that i think that it's just a cop-out to say our politicians need to do more we ourselves need to do more more in in what we do in our everyday lives and from being on the ground and hearing about the climate change debate and all of the politics that are involved in that um no one was talking about what scott morrison said in his press conference today or where's the kyoto or they were they were fending for their lives Mm. these guys are literally like just you know with these fires they are shielding the shit from the fan with a tea leaf Mm. and it's not the right time to be playing some tit for tat i told you so game and and that goes for you know everyone going oh climate change of course we have to have the debate but right now now. people are fighting for their lives so pick up a hose or piss off so Mm. that's that's what i meant about journos and air-conditioned studios versus people on the ground Mm. and last week the, us, the, the family, we drove up to Sale. There's a place called uh, a Gippsland Women's Centre, I think, and they take women's sanitary products and, and so mm. forth as donations. They're the one place still wanting donations because they then hand mm. it directly. And while my wife was in there dropping stuff off, <coughs> I just took the dog, dog for a walk and mm. there's another, there's an empty shop that was full of people and mm. a big sign <laughs> at the front saying, come in, get what you need. And I thought, that's actually on-the-ground community spirit. Yes. And then we're driving back and I heard ABC Radio interview Josh Frydenberg is talking about emergency relief, uh, yep. this, this and this. Like, this mm. is what we need, this is what these people are getting, this is what we can do. But tell us about where your position is on climate change. I'm thinking, no, fuck me. You're, you're so far out of touch mm. by asking that question. Not because climate change isn't important, because there's Not a fire now. to put out. Yes. There's people's... Yeah, that's what I mean by that. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do. I think that um, climate change is a huge issue, but um, yeah, there's a there's a time and place and and respect. So never mind Judge it's Judy. Like never mind Judge Judy. Judge Swanee. Mm-hmm. Well, four days ago, if you get caught lighting fires and committing arson in bushfire affected areas, scamming people out of their donation money, or looting from people who are suffering from the fires, well, you shouldn't go to jail. You should, just should be set on fire. <laughs> That's fair enough. Community approval. Exactly. Have you said it all? Uh, well, I couldn't say it much better than what yeah. um, you three, or especially the two ladies, have said. But yeah, I'm in the same boat. Um, I don't <coughs> really know. I'm not on the ground. I obviously, you know, I'm not affected by it, nor do I know anyone. So I only see the horrible images that you get on Instagram and on, on the news. So yeah, it's heartbreaking. Um, and we can only do what we can do. You're sorted, eh? You've done your bit. Oh yeah. Um, Tell us what you've been doing. Uh, well, I did put a post up, but the one thing yeah. I feel uncomfortable with is asking people to to donate and like, spend money because I understand how tough yep. yeah. times you know, people have tough times, and I and I, I feel really uncomfortable, and especially like because my bar had of doing a couple of fundraisers, and I just it just doesn't sit well with me posting something about come down to the Albion, and because mm. it just feels like I'm promoting yeah. the bar or I'm doing this, and so I just. It feels uncomfortable for me doing that. So, um, you know, they are the 
everyone's doing everything, you know. If every, be, there wouldn't be a per, an adult in Australia who hasn't yep. done one Something. thing, shape or form. So mm. my bar's done a couple of things. I've got a couple of things in the works. going to try and get a night or two happening. But, yeah, I rode uh, the, the guys where I trained with. Um, did F4, they, at F45, they rode for 24 hours for to raise money, which is... I don't know if you've ever been on a roll, but fuck me. <laughs> no, I hate the roll. Well, you're telling me what you're like. Yeah, so I, I did about, me and a mate relieved them for about four hours, I think. Yeah. Just over four hours. So um, I reckon I rode about 27K or something like that. Ooh, that's about 27K is more than I would like to ever row. I know, over the weekend. So yeah. And what were you doing? What, what, what uh, yeah, speed was so this at? We'll, under, we'll about under two. Yeah, so obviously you look at the machines uh, per 500. We'll, I was probably um, – the last probably, you know, 30 minute was probably about two, 210, 220. But um, uh, every time underneath that was probably – yeah, yeah, no, I was struggling. Nearly <laughs> <laughs> even showing up. Uphill. Let me tell you, that was the longest I've ever pulled anything over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, so, I'll tell you, it was the longest I've ever – <laughs> so, fuck. Um, Can geez, we be I, friends after I, this? I had calluses, <laughs> I everything, mate. My, my hands were fucked, my calluses. So, even had a sore knee, which has never happened before. So, I don't know what I was doing. But, um, Dane Swan, Ken Paul. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm. Yeah, yes, I can. I've just realised. Yeah, so the puller. Let's give it another go. Very good at it. Good pull. Yeah. I wonder why you're looking so, you know, happy. Yeah, very relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only fell asleep. Between uh, um, that and Gwyneth Paltrow's yeah, candles, you're yeah, sitting exactly. Um, I'll tell you, but I go to the – walking up to Chapel Street because of the place where it was done is on, on Chapel Street. Cause I, know I, did, I did like a – I went to the movies, obviously, um, in my pyjamas. I went on <laughs> – but I, Sorry, are you about to say something serious? <laughs> no, no. When I, no, when I went home and got changed and then, like, I helped, I relieved them <laughs> of their duties. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Let me finish my sentence. Oh, you dirty-minded people. I said, but while, so I was on show, I left, I, me and me mate relieved them. Um, together, it was a group effort um, about, about midnight. So walking down, walking up Chapel Street, in like footy shorts, like a you know, and just a you know, a Nike tank, or whatever runners, and a sweat towel where everyone's partying. Was, I've walked up and down Chapel Street a few times in a lot of <laughs> fucking different um, states, but ready to go row was not one of them. So it was um, fucking people. People when people are drunk, they look like fucking idiots, don't they? Like. <laughs> 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 So I do, I, do I look like that? <laughs> Your next book should be Swanee's Book of Wisdom. He's like, actually quite wise. People are running Shots around, carrying people. on and screaming and jumping. I was like, fuck, is that me? I said, like, I may never drink again. Then I was like, nah, well, who am I kidding? I'm not, I'm not um, giving that up. And then whilst I was rowing, like, there, was like a, there was like an alleyway like behind... Um, <laughs> it was, you were pulling in an alleyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I was pulling like into an alleyway. You wonder why you get bad <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you, and you can never remember the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a long one. Um, <laughs> sweat, I had to fucking sweat. Me back. Serious me, endurance. Me, me back stiff. The swamp. <laughs> I'm actually. I'm actually not. I'm actually going to go down the pool. <laughs> the pool. P-O-O-L. Pool. <laughs> yes, I'm pool. going to the swimming pool. Queensland. Pool. Um, and get in the spa and sauna at the Sabo. Bit of recovery the, from you. 
Having a good pool over the weekend. Pool. Yeah. <laughs> from a marathon pool. You reckon yeah. our weather can change? What about the topics on this podcast? <laughs> yeah. So, um, Dancing through them. But, mate, they, they rode for – I obviously went home and um, moisturised <laughs> and had a shower. Um, but um, they were there for 24 hours, so I was good, at, good on them. Um, every little bit helps, so do your best. I pulled for Australia. <laughs> So, absolutely. No, no, I want to mention one one sort of charity uh, because it actually inspired by your tweet as well about uh, all the all the uh, media guys all. Or bought uh, a shirt, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So because there's ghost towns at the moment through a lot of East Gippsland, so all of the the stores they've got no people in them. So a bunch of us um, went and bought these sort of ridiculous Hawaiian shirts, which I actually look pretty good in. I mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a simple thing of it just costs us twenty five bucks each and yeah. just. Pumping some money back into the economy. So something called It's My Shout. Yes. .com.au, I Very think. Good. I first yep. saw it on the project. Yep. And, uh, and you can just scroll through and you can buy virtual coffees. Oh, or you can buy, yeah. yeah, I bought I've a virtual camel ride. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a camel jockey. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I say your New Year's resolution wasn't to get off Twitter and start stop arguing with people. Nor stop posting the full concert Did on you know his I went Instagram. To date? Did he go? <laughs> For you, you're nearly sake. getting an unfollow. What are Dude, you? He's moved from his story. Now he's putting them on his feed. Uh, Tash, what are your thoughts on go, go when you go to a concert? Mm. Like, how many posts should you put up? Like, obviously, everyone puts. Yeah. Okay. Right. Should you well, put up an hour of story of the whole the whole concert, just fucking with your um, finger on record? No, you you punch a couple of images. You'll do a ten second story, and then you're out. Yeah. Well. So you did you did a whole. What hour if there's different. Different beds though. So I've got the living in, then James Rain. Yeah, but exactly. It's, we don't need you to bring that to the people. If they wanted right. to be there, they would go there. It's not like you're creating yeah. a docu series about no. what happened at this yeah. concert. You need to enjoy. You don't want to. Yeah, it's you not. Want to enjoy stop being it. so selfless and thinking of other phone. people. Just yeah. think of yourself for a well, moment. Actually, be in the I, moment. I work with a man of the people. It's true. Okay, so when you were there, and you were like. I'm going to post an hour of this, and I think that's a good idea. Is that what you thought? Uh, I actually said to my mate, this really shit's funny, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> that's why I get an unfollow. Do, have you unfollowed him? He's just about, yeah. yeah. He's uh, on the verge. Oh, it's yeah. it's relentless. It really uh, is. Him. So, so I don't know what how to do that. I'm not fucking clever enough. <laughs> I do. There's a few people I've met. You're too busy pulling you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's in store for you now? Uh, well, I'm I'm... I'm having a day off. Mm. So oh, how nice. Yeah, I'm going to go to the gymnasium. After this. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, no, well. Oh, you're back to work. No right? days off over here, mate. No. I right. work from home. Do you? Yep. What are you, what are you, what are you doing? He works from home. He mops. <laughs> um, I'm not mopping again. Oh, because I got, no, I don't. I Maybe mop. I can come over to your place and yep. mop with you. Yeah, well, I mopped once and got trapped in a corner. Mm. Did you? Mm. What? What? Because it was all wet around me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So Not related to his activities on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, so I just I just sit there for an hour, stand there for an hour and a half till it drew, till it drew, till it dried. Sort of told yeah. you that you might maybe like be the dumbest smart person. <laughs> well, well, I was just I was mopping. Well, I fucking never mopped before. How do I know? Why? Well, how that's do you your get first it? Problem. Took you took you thirty years to mop. Thirty five. Thirty five years. Well. Yeah, okay, good for you. Well, yeah. I'm really glad that you're good at football. Well, <laughs> not anymore. <I'm> <laughs> well, my hands have got many out talents, as we've question. discussed. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Too many calluses to catch up Yeah, exactly. Thanks mm. to Natasha X for coming in. You're a star. Uh, appreciate all the work you've done. You didn't tell well. me a joke. I'll have to save it. No, well, no, 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 no. no we're not finishing the j- without the joke. I'm just doing the bit to say goodbye to 
Tash can just walk no, away. I haven't, I haven't, so. I haven't thought one no, up. No, fair enough. So I, was, I, you know, I know believe what? in you. Yeah. I believe in you. Well, uh, well, let me have a think. Thanks. Let me have a look. I've written some down. I believe in you. So you're having a day off and then what? I am. I'm having a day off and then I'm having another day off. So two in a row. Lady of leisure. She really will hang out with Dane after this. Yes. What are you doing, Sam? No. Mm. I'm going back to work. Are you back at the tennis or not? Why are you wearing such high heels? They're beautiful. Beautiful. But Because I have been in sneakers and... The same polo shirt. Um, you know what it's like when you're on the road and you can't wash your clothes? Yes. I had to buy underwear and socks yesterday because I had nothing left because I've been on the road and out of a suitcase okay. yep. since Christmas. Yep. So I just wanted to put some nice clothes and feel like a girl again. Okay. You know, put yeah. some heels on. Well, you look delightful. Thank you so much. What I've a way co- to finish. I've got clean yes. underwear on too for anyone What a way wondering. to finish. I think he's run out of time. So thank you for listening. <laughs> the hump day with Swanee and Friends. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.